That's right. Like we have immortals that acknowledge greatness in rugby league of uh, individual achievement, but we do have alternative immortals, and there are immortals who have got up and played the ball the wrong way, and it's, it's few and far between. Um, Jason Rolls did it. That's that's a high profile candidate, former uh, you know Origin and Kangaroo player. Um, I, I remember him doing it against the Roosters one day. Um, there's uh, gee, there was a Parramatta player first game ever at uh, the Wacker in Perth. I think it was was a Brett Atkins, a David Atkins, Brett Atkins it was, playing for um, Parramatta, got up and played the ball in the wrong way. Can you imagine that in front of a whole new audience trying to get a, get a grasp of what's rugby league about and this bloke plays it the wrong way, gets up, picks it up and runs away and thinks he's scoring. <laughs> and wonder, what is, why there's no defence in front of him. Um, yeah, no, great moment. Poor, poor Lachlan Croker. He just needs to be, he needed to, someone had to go up to him after the game, give him a cuddle and say, mate, here's some of the players that have done this. Um, and, uh, and now live the rest of your life knowing that on YouTube, this will be when your career is finished and you've played 300 games on, on when you Google Lachlan Croker, enough will come that play the ball. That'll be it. Um, <laughs> Vossi, I kind of thought that at that stage, what you do as the coach is you send the team doctor out to bring him off the field for a head injury assessment, more kind of to preserve his own pride than anything else. Was there, was there anything that led to it? Oh, okay. <laughs> he had one. We'll go for another one. He's and had one and been passed. Oh. And he's, he's back on for five or six minutes and does yeah, that. So, Did he just get um, lost in the know. moment? Was he just lost in the moment? He was lost in the moment. Yeah, in the speed, attention to detail for the quick play of the ball. Um, Paul, Paul Lachlan, what, in his fifth game of first grade, sixth game of first grade it was. Um, yeah, as I say, in these days of Google and, you know, you can't hide skeletons in your closet, that's what he needs to get his head around is that even when he's got grandkids, those grandkids will look up what they're, Granddad did, and this will now be in his um, in his profile forever. No such dramas Sorry. at Mount. No such dramas at Mount Smart, Andrew, because Stephen Kearney would not stand for this. No, 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 no. You, the worry. Look, on a serious note, the play the ball, um, and and I know we've had refereeing controversy and penalty counts and all the rest, but my God, how good are the play the balls this year? I mean, I would say um, anecdotally. Uh, I'll take a stab. 90% of play the balls are, are right. Blokes are getting their foot to the ball. And the Warriors who have been, I have to say it, have been serial offenders, some of them, uh, are showing that attention to detail and getting that part of the game done. We have proven that it is possible in a month of football that we can change the bad habits of, you know, a decade. Um, and I'd say, uh, you know, hallelujah to, to that. And, and that just shows the Warriors. I mean, they're not just doing the big things right. They are also doing the little things right. Attention to detail and kick chase and all those sorts of things. They're doing well, and hence, they're five from five. Then they've got the Broncos this weekend, and I think they will be favoured to win at home against the Brisbane side that is spluttering and stuttering to start the season, Andrew. I get the sense too, and you can tell me if if I'm misreading the tea leaves here, that Wayne Bennett has gone seriously into circle the wagons mode, and has the star of Bennett lost its shine? I say yes to that. I I really do. I've probably ended up with egg on the face before when I've questioned uh, Wayne Bennett, but I, I think right now... Um, the you-know-what has got real. Uh, he, he doesn't have the the dominant um, playmaker that he wants, and, and here's the reason for it. Darius Boyd, who would be, you know, if he's captain, he's not, he's not right mentally with his hamstring injury. It's almost like he's playing like it's going to go. And to hear that comment last week that he said, look, another one might see him pull the pin. Well, he's only just signed a four-year contract, and he's talking about a hamstring injury ending his career. That's not a good headspace, in my opinion. 
Um, and then Milford and Nicarima are, are battling away. And, you know, they're under pressure. Of course, they're under the pressure. Every half and five-eighths under pressure. But these two um, just not not dominating, not leading them around. And then I think every I mean, players like Matt Gillett. Okay, I'll put a bit of heat on, you know, such a well-credentialed player, origin test player. Is he playing as good as he could? Definitely not. Definitely not. So there's lots of areas they need to pick up. And on a scale of one to ten, if the Warriors are at about sitting at about nine, the Broncos are sitting at about three. And that's the difference between the teams going into this weekend. Yeah, that one's at five o'clock. We'll have a live commentary on Radio Sport. The Dragons 5-0 as well, Andrew. They've got a tougher game against the Sharks this week. But it is conceivable, is it not, that both teams win, setting, it up, setting up an unbeaten clash between yeah. two 6-0 teams next week at Mount Smart. And by the Voss <laughs> Power Rankings, who's one and who's yeah. two? Oh, well, well sadly... <laughs> Then history does have to come into it. I know that stats are a record of the past and not a prediction for the future, but if there's one team that the Warriors have battled with or had nightmares about in their history, not just you know recent four or five years, it's the Dragons. So it, it, can I give you the headline? It is time to slay the Dragons, if that is the case. But the Warriors can put all the exercise, all their demons, and, and if they can go into that game unbeaten, they then take on the team they've had more trouble with. They can't beat them in Auckland. They can't beat them anywhere they've played them. Um, that that would be a massive achievement for them and they would have kicked a hell of a lot of boxes by then. I think, though, I don't know. This just feels different this year. It feels different this year, Vossi, to me with the Warriors. And it's just, um, I always think with rugby league, one of, the, one of the great things is just that stinging runners, you know, like guys that are just hot. Oh, 100%. Big guys hooting onto the ball faster than everyone yeah. else. It's a pretty simple game. It's like, I'm going to run harder yeah. at you than you can tackle me. And it just feels like this year that, that all of the Warriors have that, particularly up front with it. I, I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think they can do oh. this. I agree with you. I write a very brief summary on each game for a column for uh, Fox Sports here in Australia on a Sunday night. So it's just basically a, a one-par uh, um, summary and just a few bullet points. And the key point I got out of the Warriors game, and I didn't break it down, I mean, David Fusatua, superstar, love watching him. Um, he is just fantastic. But um, it was if you watch just the last two or three minutes, the Warriors tackled as hard, ran as hard, chased as hard as they had in the first three minutes. That's what I took out of the match more. And maybe that's how simplistic Stephen Kearney would have looked at the performance. They were so good in the last five minutes, uh, you know, as strong as they were in the opening five minutes. That's, that's a good side.